Guardian, we've picked up a high-gain transmission. Origin point is somewhere along the coast, near the Cosmodrome. What is up, Guardians? This is Cosmodrome Radio, broadcasting from all the way from Neo Muna, because as you see from our new logo and the fact that we are less than two weeks out, we are we are moving the Cosmodrome, the, the Cosmodrome Radio podcast to Neo Muna for the foreseeable future. And apparently we have to come back and forth because Season of the Defiance is going to involve a bunch of drama. Well, well, we'll dive into that later, but we are broadcasting all the way to Neptune for all the good folks, like all the, all the great Neptunians there and the, and the Cloud Striders and whatnot. Um, this is the podcast all about Destiny 2 and all the great things about it. Um, yeah, uh, that's about right. Yeah, that's, that's, that's everything there. Um, um, my name is Panther the Paladin. You can catch this show on every podcast platform, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, YouTube, all those great places, Amazon, and uh, Music and Audible. So, like, if you have an Audible subscription and you want to listen to us, you can read your books and listen to us. So that's a good thing that you can do. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Cosmodrome Radio. Apparently, um, uh, Tower reminded me that we have an Instagram because I made one a while back. Uh, we'll start posting there as well. So we we have an Instagram that you also can follow as well, Cosmodrome Radio. And uh, please make sure that you uh, join the Discord. We are trying to grow the community and have more interaction with you guys and what you want to uh, talk about in the universe. So definitely join the Discord. Link will be in the description, and it's available on Twitter. That way you can join up. And if you're looking for a clan, that's part of what we do, too. You will be assigned a special role in the Discord server where you'll get access to other uh, channels that are specifically for the clan. So check that out. Ugh. My name is Penelope Palada. As I said previously, to my left, we have the man who did not bring me any cheddar biscuits from his day job. Um, the warlock who sweats his butt off more than I do. And, I, and he's very proud of that. Alchemy King, what up, dog? Not much. Just got home from the Red Lobster. And, and you didn't uh... bring me any cheddar biscuits. Well, I'm sorry, you live in Ohio. That's fair. And, I, and apparently chemical ge- chemicals are trying to kill me, but that's beside the point. Um, <laughs> and then to my right, we have our newest co-host, if she likes it here. Um, like, like, definitely found her on the TikToks, and she has been kicking butt, uh, like, hanging out with us in the, in the Discord and, and whatnot. Tower Mom, how you doing? I am doing great, Panda. How are you, my dear? Uh, got me some mac and cheese here. But like, got me some uh, in, like this fancy ass, um, like ionized water from the gas station. I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, Ooh, fancy! Right, like it tastes so good. It's it's that crisp water. Um, but no, I'm doing great. But like, do you, uh, you want to tell folks about yourself and whatnot? Sure. I I am Tower Mom on all of the socials. Um, so if you find anyone that doesn't look like me, they're lying. They're not your mom. Um, I am the the community mother. You got problems, you bring them to me. I'll throw some chanclas at some people. All right, you just let me know. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> and I am also a warlock main, by the way. I know you only saw my titan, but she's just my side. That's just your side. Oh, <laughs> side piece. Man. <laughs> See, like before, we had two hunters in here. Now people are gonna say we're hating on hunters when I have no hunters in here. <laughs> <laughs> but that's funny. Um, 
But no, nah, um, well, should, like, but like, what what got you into Destiny for that? Like that, would, like, well, like, what 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 is your uh fr- like sh- uh, sh- uh fresh out the grave story, as it were? Like, what got you into all this? Okay, okay, <laughs> Panity, you've heard this before, but um, I I started in with the lore before I ever got into actually playing Destiny. My best friend uh was a uh, city manager of GameStop at the time that best that that Destiny came out, and he told me about this amazing game that was made by the people who did Halo, and it had Nathan Fillion in it, and that his character was basically Robot Captain Mal. <laughs> and I don't know about you, but I'm a huge, huge Firefly fan. I love Nathan Fillion. He is a national treasure. The man must be protected at all costs. Um, But at the same time, it was also owned and operated by ActaBliz. I'm not a big fan of ActaBliz. So I did the next best thing. I just started reading the lore. I, I absorbed everything. Everything. All the ghost stories. All the freaking lore pages. When the Taken King came out, I was like, yes, I need to know more about the Hive. I need to read this. Um, So he sent me everything, all the links to the Grimoire pages. He was like, eat it up. Then when Shadowkeep came out and Bungie went their own way from Actabliss and they added free to play, I was like, bet. This is me now. This is my life. <laughs> this is my home. This is my... It, it, well, it started as my hyperfixation of the week. And now it's like everything. Everything about me. I, I've just... I'm in awe. And ever since then, I haven't turned back. My buddy bought me the Shadowkeep expansion after about a week of us playing together and ever since then i haven't looked back i died during beyond light absolutely loved it witch queen has been amazing and i'm looking forward to lightfall coming out so it's it's gonna be good it's gonna be good excellent um well i love that you're here excited to see how it goes down and whatnot um like like definitely uh, like follow uh, follow her on twitter and whatnot tower mom is the bomb um you, like she like uh brain fart um for those who were wondering why was it was there no episode last week we were trying to tune some things get tower mom on the schedule and whatnot and get her part of the team but also we were about we were wanting to uh, showcase our new logo for lightfall and that's why we wanted to wait a minute get that rolled out and we were prepare, uh, preparing for the giveaway um some things have changed. We are, we are only going to be able to give, give away one copy of Lightfall, but that's going to still be awesome. And uh, for those who are wondering from my TikTok, you have to wait till the end of the show to find out how to enter that giveaway. So get ready for that. Um, and then uh, for everyone who was wondering what would have been last week's episode, it would have been Alchemy laughing in the corner hysterically while I bitch and moan about why they're nerfing Titans into the ground. <laughs> but it's fine. It's fine. We're not going to talk about it. It's fine. It's fine. 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 
Um, like, but there is still tons to talk about from the past, like, but not even like two weeks, just from this week alone, there has been so much that's happened that we like are going to just dive straight into it. And before we get into all like the light fall announcements, let's talk about the season of the Sarah finale. <laughs> oh, because yeah. I'm gonna cry in the corner for like the fifth <laughs> time since since I saw that. Dude. It, it, it was a trip. It was a trip because, like, quite literally, I, I I did it before work. I'm like cruising through. I will admit, I felt kind of teased that I got to fight Aramis, and then like they're like, "Nah, she runs away." But then they're like, "Okay, cool. Now we're gonna give you like an arch wizard hive to fight." And for those who didn't notice, and I think Bife caught it too, um the the wizard's name was Scourge of the Earth. Which yeah. meant like it, it, like it like it really felt like a Zivu or Wrath had like felt like she had this in the bag because the scourge of the different people is like the end game wizard because the other scourges we saw earlier in the season were like the scourge of the original home like like, like home race of the hive and a couple of other different people like the helium drinkers so like mm-hmm. there was those couple things there so the fact that they're like oh the scourge of the earth that meant Zivu thought she had this in the bag. <laughs> it was very satisfying. There's like stasis crystal smash that thing to death. Um, but then I yeeted her. Oh, you yeeted her? Oh, that's mean. <laughs> Just straight I mean, tight I my well yep. with Dally. That's all oh, I that, did. That's mean. <laughs> Just like fucking <laughs> just fire rockets into her face. Um, Eat and wither horde, best combo ever. That's all especially with them just going, "Hey, let's give them weak uh, breach and clear back, but not as powerful." But weak and clear has still been the greatest thing ever this past season. Like I remember when they announced that breach and clear was coming back, I straight was just like, "Yo, just like Ice Cube, Triple X Three, just like grenade launcher, I just everything I've ever wanted." Because breach yep. and clear was one of the best seasons of like Destiny ever. Is like anarchy, wither horde, just like reigning supreme. And I still think to this day, Bungie regrets giving us Breach and Clear during the season of the Splicer because that just made Atheon so trivial. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, it, it was so good. Um, but no, so like once we beat the art, the archive, we then saw this cutscene where. Anna Bray had to sacrifice Rasputin or, or had to allow Rasputin to sacrifice himself to stop the war stats from attacking the traveler. And it, it like, and you see this go down to where like Aramis thinks she's got it. She's like, cause the traveler tries to up and leave the traveler just straight up tries to like bounce. <laughs> and you see it rise out of the earth. It was like, Oh, I'm just going to head out. All right, cool. And she turns the guns of the war sets on the traveler, like, like just like giant sleeper simulants, which I thought was hilarious. And then they just explode because Rasputin did his thing. And the traveler just sits there in orbit. And you get quite literally the Destiny One poster. And I was yeah. just like, what? Yes. Oh, wait, like, did the Destiny one poster lead up to Lightfall? Is that the question, though? I I feel like, especially with the changes that happened, I feel like at some point they were just kind of like, "Ooh, look what we can do!" In like in the framework of this, like when they were planning season of the Seraph, I don't think that was the end plan. Like 
Oh no, it totally was. I don't know. They've always said they've always said that they have ten year plans in place. This is the culmination of that ten year plan, at least for you know the darkness and light saga. We still have Lightfall and the final shape, but like that that moment. That moment, they always do this at some point in an expansion. I've noticed, even just with the you know three that I've done so far, there's always a moment that goes back to Destiny One, something that that you it's familiar, like the Cosmodrome coming back. Right. Sure, Shawhan is there, and not Ugh. everyone is a fan of him. Personally, I think he's okay. He's He's for the new lights. He's not for us. He's literally just stalking outside the radio station right now, just being a hooligan. And it's just like, you're not cool, man. Like, I'm sorry your fire team. Like he he's just he's just moping around that his fire team's dead. And I'm like, bro, stop it. Like it's cool. Go like like you like you it's fine. Just give people their bounties. It's fine. Like Hey, hey, the man has had some moments. He's had <laughs> some really awesome moments. He built that. He built that ramp for the new lights over to the lost sector. He also just had that amazing, like you know, bamf moment where he literally just threw a sticky nade into a freaking pile of what was it? A uh, light bearer hive, and they just exploded. And he's standing there like, what? <laughs> I thought that was the best thing well, ever. I mean, he is wearing young um, arm car spines, so right. got to be powerful. <laughs> I do think it's funny though. There's been a couple people who have like gone out of their way to like cosplay Shahan, and I'm just like, why? Why would you do this to yourself? Everybody, to each their own, dear. To each their own. Okay, <laughs> we, we can't be. We can't. We we can't be judging too harshly. <laughs> I mean, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, like you do have a point. But like, I, I don't I, like. I feel like there was a nugget or like a like on like on the cork board. There was like the the logo in the corner. They might wanted to like tie in at some point. But I feel like they needed to get the red string there. Like it might have been sitting in the, like the top corner of the cork board. They just didn't know how to get there. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like yeah. That's, that's more where my brain's at with that. Like it, it probably wasn't the plan, but it was like up there in the corner for them to reach for when they wanted to if that makes more sense yeah and then well, when I they mean, when they saw it it was like okay yes <laughs> right like it's time we can finally make our move if activision wasn't still with bungie we would still have just destiny because oh, we'd be a destiny 3 by now what do you mean like literally which we no, would... no they no. wanted to keep destiny as like like there's no no they didn't want to de- make a destiny 2 they wanted to keep on adding on to destiny as they wanted destiny cod destiny yeah I, I, that's Which, that's fair that's one of the I, reasons why they said they split was because they wanted destiny act Blizz wanted bungie to turn destiny into another cod franchise and which, they didn't and want that yeah that doesn't that wouldn't have made sense to me and like i, I think the, the the great thing about that is at the very least i will give activision this if we were trying to do destiny 2 storylines on d1's engine the game would have died like oh, the yeah. game the game would have festered out and we like like because like, like they, they even said the tiger engine was limited back then so i can understand at least like like going to d2 but at the like like there would have came a time where bungie would have been like 
we need to like give you a new disc or a, or revamp the whole engine. You're gonna have to like delete the whole game and start over from scratch if you want to keep going, kind of thing. Like there was gonna be a time where like sunsetting was gonna occur, whether whether people liked it or not. So yeah. I think I think where we're at is probably the best we were gonna get with this. If, if I'm if I'm being one hundred percent honest. But in terms of what happened, I think uh, there, there was a couple of people that were like kind of salty or like upset that Rasputin had had to get the axe. And I even made the joke on Twitter, on TikTok, that like, hey, like Bungie probably should have waited until like this released to announce that War Mind cells were going away because this is a perfect ju- like justification as to why War Mind cell mods are leaving. Like, no War Mind, no War Mind cells. <laughs> <laughs> like that's my that's my thought process. Like they could have easily just been like, "Hey, no war mine, no war mine cells." It makes perfect sense. We're fine, but they didn't do that. It was like we're we're, we're revamping everything. War mine cells are gone, and I'm like, "Damn, calm down." <laughs> but in terms of what happened, I think yo shot like I, like I mean this like full on shout out to Erica Ishii just coming in and slaying. They came in with just the fire. And like, 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 because I've been missing uh, Anna Bray for a minute. It felt like Anna Bray should have been in the trenches with us for all of Beyond Light and whatnot, like the whole season structure. But then after the dark, the like the darkness quest, she kind of just fell off. And I'm like, what? So when like like when they were really hinting at Anna coming back, I'm like, I need this. I need I need, I need this. So like, and Erica came in swinging. She did great. Like the emotion, like just just this like one cut scene alone, I was just god tier. So shut like like very much praise for her, praise to the entire narrative team because I I, I was a mess. Um, mm-hmm. Just the like the, the tr- like the, like everyone us like uh, assembled around the last city as the traveler lifted off. That was pretty deep. Um, the 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 D one armor sets, the starter armor sets being in the background, that was kind of cool. Bungie, can we have those back? Like, can we mm-hmm. get some ornaments or something? Yeah. Like, that would be nice. Next season, seasonal ornaments, in my opinion, that would be dope. I could get really behind yeah. that. They're just like, hey, this is the seasonal ornaments as we finish the the uh, element, the three element skins. Let's give you the D one skins. I'd, I'd be behind that. Oh yeah. Um, but no, like, I think my favorite part of the entire mission was the fact that, like, Rasputin went out on his own terms. Like, that was my favorite thing, that, like, he went out doing, like, like doing it the way he wanted to. But then, even with that going down, freaking, um, the way, like, 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 Aramis is like, why, 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 why uh, won't the Traveler flee? And mm-hmm. and and the witness is like because it's got nowhere to go, and I'm like, oh shit! About that screen. Did you because, see yeah. like plate ship? That was a lot of ships. I'm not gonna lie, that was a lot of ships. Dude, yes, one flat one out of all the tri- out of all the pyramids. Well, the the, the flat one was a representation Callus. of, of Callus's new ship that uh like that they announced. Like yeah. Callus's new ship, because if you if you look back at the tra- at the at the cutscene, you can barely make out his head on the front. So like everyone's like, oh oh oh. Mm-hmm. I've seen I, a few I, memes of that. <laughs> so that, that that's very much going to be very interesting. Um, and, and like uh, someone talked, some someone talked about it on TikTok as well. 
um, the idea that Aramis is probably freaking the hell out right now because she went through hell to, to try to get the, the traveler to go to go away because the entire point the, the, she didn't really want to align herself with the witness long term. She did all of this for her people. She wanted the elixir to be free of the traveler to remove the traveler from the equation and prevent another whirlwind. She wanted to stop a whirlwind from occurring. That's why she was going to shoot the traveler down was to prevent a whirlwind that way the elixir could continue to exist. And then, and like, because of the traveler left, then the then the pyramid ships would leave, and the witness would have nothing to do, and the elixir could exist from her point of view. But then, a the plan failed. The traveler didn't leave, and now the witness is pulling up, and it's like now now. Aramis is effectively SOL, and if she doesn't join us, she's probably gonna get axed. And I kind of feel bad yeah. for her. I'm not gonna lie. I saw that too. I was like, "Ooh, that's a good point." Ooh, yes. Like, like you do yeah. all this to try and just save your people. That's all you want to do is save your people, and then you basically get screwed over. Mm-hmm. You know, there's what is she going to do now kind of a thing, you know, I think in the long term, I feel like she's finally going to listen to Ido because like there's no hints of her in the, like from the seasonal to uh, like like uh, the zero we got from the Vidoc today. There's mm-hmm. nothing in terms of like seeing her from that perspective. So I feel like if anything, what we might get is like see like season of the deep or see or season 23 will see her pull up and listen to Ido and we're and like see her finally understand that the witness is the problem because if she don't it's gonna be a problem <laughs> like that's that's pretty much where we're at where it's like she's gonna end up turning herself into a scorn if she doesn't get right that's very much yeah. where this at this point but also um one of our claimmates did bring up what if Aramis is um Ido's mother see i don't know about that one yeah there's nothing there's nothing at least that i've read in the lore that states that any of her children survive which could be a cool twist but like i don't know yeah yeah i mean she she may she very well could be you know, just an unknown because of the fact that, uh, you know, Mizrax found her in basically in an exhaust port, you know, freshly right. hatched. Um, so maybe, possibly, um, but from all of the lore that I've read about Atheris, um, who is or was uh, Aramis's mate, her wife. Like, as far as we know, all of the hatchlings that they had died with Atheris. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, they're they're clutch breeders, so they have multiple hatchlings at one time. And apparently, at least from what I've read, Atheris and that and the entire clutch that she had just gone. Dang. Yeah. Sorry to bring it down. <laughs> no, that's cool. No, like this is good information. Like it, 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 it kind of like debunks a theory, but also leads to uh, potential stuff in the future. And I mean, my biggest thing is 
I would it would really suck because with something with someone like Callus, Callus is very much displayed, and, and also with Rolk, these two have displayed like very much they want to follow the witness. They want to do this. And I like I feel like some people were saying, what if uh, Aramis becomes a disciple? I don't think she will. I feel like by the end, when we get to the final shape, you're going to see um, Savathun get revived and you're going to see Aramis join us as well. And like you're going to see Savathun, Aramis, every guardian, like everyone pull up against the witness and it's going to be crazy. Like mm-hmm. we'll, we'll probably like, like yeah. we'll probably see like final shape or lightfall because some people are saying either like for lightfall the boss might like like the raid boss might be Zivu or Wrath. So we'll either see Zivu or Wrath be the, the raid boss. We might see Callus be the raid boss or final shape's gonna come around and Zivu or Wrath's gonna get her, her butt kicked by Savathun or by us. And that's just yeah. gonna be the end all be all. Because yeah. Oh, yeah. Um bringing up that Yes, Alchemy. Alchemy die. I don't know. I can't <laughs> hear him. Oh, no. I'm oh, he will say what happened. Um, but no, but what well, well, Alchemy addresses is his mic his mic issue. Um but no, it's like I'm very much like of uh, this view from what we see, we are in the end game. Like we are very much at like like final bout in the way we see oh, yeah. from the Vidoc, it's gonna get really intense. And we'll talk about the Vidoc in a little bit. But just from the <laughs> scene we got, I think, and I'll 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 echo what a lot of the other uh, commentators have said. This is probably one of the best cutscenes we've ever had in Destiny. Like oh, hands dude. down. Can I just like give some love to the freaking cinematics team? Not only mm-hmm. did they include saint and osiris and saint kind of cuddling up with osiris like you know trying to like keep him cool but then they we also got to see all these elixir mixed in with people and see that they are like blending and Mm -hmm. you know you see misrax and ido coming out of the bar and there's humans coming out there with them and they're all just together you know, sharing in this moment, and it just, oh, it just made me so happy. <laughs> I saw someone I, say on Twitter that they they were like, "Oh, I, I bet you in the bar, spiders like what? What's happening? What's going on?" Oh my god! <laughs> Where's everybody going? I have never heard your spider before, but you sound like Robin Downs. <laughs> Dang, that was good. <laughs> That was like not even me trying, and you know, that was just me kind of like pulling some hoarseness out of my voice. <laughs> well, Dang, dude! Hey, but, uh, welcome, welcome back, Alchemy. Is that um? Well, if you have read the Book of Sorrows, um, the way um, Oris defeated Zebra Wrath was using cunning, and what is Sabathun the god of in Hive, in the Hive ranks? Running. So, the, so like that'd be kind of cool if we end up seeing like when Savathun gets revived, just like see the sisters throw down. That'd be kind of cool. 
And even even after she was revived, even after Maru, you know, revived her in the light, what happened? She was still she was still true to her nature. Exactly. That base nature of hers to be cunning, to be, you know, tricky and all that kind of stuff. She was still true to that nature. So that's intrinsically part of her, even though she had no memories of who she was. Exactly. So it'll be very interesting to see what happens in regards to the hell. Like there was even a lore book this season of Marasov and Zebo around having like a mental battle in the ascendant plane. I want to see that play out. I want to see like, especially because Mara is going to be involved with, with the new season. I want to see an ascendant plane battle. And I, like, like oh. I'll be, I'll be really disappointed if we get to the end of this like t- season twenty and we don't finally see Zebu Arath step out. Like, even if it's just a cutscene, I, I need to see what, what what this lady looks like. We are getting right? to the point where, like, you need to show yourself. We've seen the brother. We've seen the older of the two sisters. Now we need to see the younger. Exactly. I want to see her. So, I want to see some mothy night. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be kind of cool. Right? Um, so from there, we dive into the giant state of the game that uh, game director Joe Blackburn put out on Tuesday. And we won't like go frame by frame um, because like there's a lot going on here. We'll talk about everything in like sort of like generalness. But from basically what the like things amounted to was a not only do they want to tune abilities that way, it's more balanced versus the past few seasons where everything's been very ability heavy. You've seen the game be very oversaturated with abilities. They're trying to get back to a balance of ability plus gunplay. And I, I really dig that. Um, they're even saying they're rolling back some changes. I disagree with, I, I still say that I disagree with the resilience changes because the fact that you're still going to see in Lightfall, you're going, to, like, even with the changes you have upcoming with, with, with the new armor system, you're going to see like like uh like casual and like lower light players struggle immensely you are going yeah. to see like, like even with the ability to have lesser resilience but still have the benefits you're going to see people struggle more so and they're gonna like and there's gonna be pro players that like oh they're, they're gonna consider this a win no th- this very much is a loss for the majority of the player base and just like while there's a good chance that the, the, the like the new armor system will be very developed and very beneficial, I still feel like we need to develop the the different uh, like uh, things with the other stats rather than bringing resilience down. Recovery yeah. should give you different benefits. Mobility should give you different benefits. Like discipline, yeah. strength, rather than lessening uh, resilience just because some some pro players are like not like feeling the challenge anymore. Yeah, that's right. the big issue no, that I no, see. Right. GMs earlier this week, and it was Glassway, and I don't know how many times both of us got one shot. Oh no! Like, like, like my entire Ursa Furiosa build has well tenacity built. In, I have well tenacity and protective light built into my build, and I have it to where like there should be no way that I'm getting one shot by anything. And we're like, we had just finished draining the the Vex milk uh, from, from the from the from the bathtub. We're crossing through the thing and there's one random vandal snipe. And I'm like, yep. huh? And like literally, like us. like literally. And I'm just like, like Alchemy and the person we were running with, uh, Drag, who's in the clan, like, we were just astounded. And this had like in like 
there I, I've even watched previous seasons recently where pro day one raid racers were getting one shot by the light bearing hive in light blade. And oh. we're over here like, oh, we're gonna nerf resilience because like like two percent of the player base thinks they're too busted. And that's where I have some difficulty understanding some of the ability tuning, like some of the stat tuning and whatnot. Do I do I agree with some people who have said it feels like you're forced to run high resilience and nothing else? That's that's a fair argument, but in any other RPG, if you're going into high end content, why wouldn't you want high defense? That's right. where my head goes, if that makes sense. No, I feel you. Like honestly, with me, I have uh, 100 recovery uh, or 100 resilience arc and solar build for my Titan. All right, and I've run. I I like to do the Seraph Shield solo, but I like to do it on Legend because I'm I I, I like to cause myself immense pain. Um, <laughs> I mean, I've I've solo flawless the the normal, um, you know, and I've soloed the the legend, but I haven't flawless the the legend yet. But like, I go into the legend and I'll get to the freaking spacewalk, and whether I have Laurelie on or I'm running, uh, was it Crest of Alphalupi? It doesn't matter. I'll get one shot by one of those sniper uh, mm. shanks. And like even before Laurely kicks in, I'm down. I can't. Like full health. It snipes me. I can't even hit my I can't even proc my Laurely healing. It's right. bold. So, so it's like I I understand what some people have said from a build crafting standpoint where you're forced to do it, but that doesn't mean we need to nerf that. So, like, yeah. it, very, it very much, like, it very much felt like this is similar to what I've been talking about with certain exotics recently. Like, hell, I was talking, um, like, like in someone's stream today, talking about how Heart of Inmost Light. Everyone's like, we need to nerf Heart of Inmost Light for Titans. Titans don't really have anything right now. We shouldn't be trying to nerf the only exotic we have. We should be trying to elevate other exotics. There's so many things like Kefri's Horn, uh, Insurmountable Skull Four. Like there's so Halifier Heart. There's so many exotics that are just sitting in Titan's vaults that see no play because but, but you, you know what I meant. Like like there's so many exotics just sitting in people's vaults that like see no play and like w- like b- people are saying just nerf it. No, we need to elevate. And yeah. uh, like in the stream that I was uh, that I was uh, like hanging out in t- uh, today, just like the, uh, someone even said, the, the heart of Inmost light is only good. It never got a buff or anything. It's just a product of the 3.0 system. People saw how beneficial it could be w- when Stasis came out. It wasn't even like mm-hmm. Solar 3.0, Void 3.0, or R 3.0 that did it. It was it was Stasis that showed heart of Inmost light had very much good benefit. So I feel like we need to revisit it. Like I think it was, I think it was uh, there, uh, I think it was like oh, there was Worm on YouTube today who made a giant like hour long video of how to revisit every Titan exotic, and I was like, that's a really good pitch. Just like sit there and go through each exotic and figure out how to fix it, and like that's yes. what we need to start doing. Yeah, um, totally. <laughs> from there, we we definitely we like what I thought was really cool, and what we've already kind of talked about. 
Bungie has announced, uh, like through Blackburn's article, that not only do we know what the season is going to be called ahead of time, we know what next season is going to be called. We know what the theming is going to be. And that is super intriguing. We know that Season of the Defiance is, is launching alongside of Lightfall. And it's going to be about, like, the, like the darkness is here. People are being captured. There's a ziggurat in the EDZ. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, that's about to be a problem. Um, we are apparently getting a bunch of new, like, uh, Queen's Guard style weapons and whatnot. Um, I'm super excited for that. Um, like, it, and then, that. Uh, oh, what's that? I'm just hoping that some of the D1 armor sets and um, weapons come over. And that especially, kind of cool. the yeah, the like so the reef good. stuff. Mm-hmm. I can get behind that. There was a lot of good reef stuff back in the day that could be like very beneficial in a new sandbox. Um, oh yeah! Like there was even a really good reef, like reef shotgun that was just like a repainted found verdict that could be really good. They could reuse. Um, mm-hmm. And then we thought out that season 20, uh, 21 is going to be season of the deep, mm-hmm. and, and that tells me either we fucking with some worm gods or we getting real deep in the dark trenches, and it's gonna be some fun times. So. That I'm very excited about, and they're really talking like because they they listen to the community. They're very much like we understand that from like season of the haunted onward, you were getting tired of us waiting to the last minute to to, to talk about things. And to to a certain extent, I kind of like was sympathetic towards Bungie when that was going on because they weren't really able to give us a surprise. They were trying to give us something to look forward to, and make it be a drop but then you saw what season of the haunted like sony japan leaked the trailer so they had to drop everything like like a few hours before um season of the plunder got leaked an hour before the, the witch with the like the vidoc um mm-hmm. freaking um like even and then see uh, then uh freaking season of the seraph it got real lucky that like no one could figure it out and they dropped one picture the day before and yep. that's when everyone's like, oh, my God, oh, my God. So, like, <laughs> I think they understood while, so like, like, a good chunk of people that, like, fairly enough, they were tired of waiting to the last minute. But Bungie wanted to give us a surprise. And I kind of see where they were at with it. But I'm thankful that we have something going forward to be excited about, especially with Defiance. I'm like, hey, more more, more Marasov themed armor for the for the Marasov OnlyFans community. They can have fun <laughs> with that, I guess. Oh God! What See, I'm just waiting her? for season of the deep because uh, me, 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 and Drifter, we, 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 we're gonna go deep sea diving. We're gonna go look <laughs> for the long boy in the soup. Oh my God! <laughs> oh, come here. Uh, What's up? When I think of season of the deep, I all I can think back is to um, um, the third ever expansion to Destiny, no, the second expansion to Destiny 2, um, not Curse of Osiris, uh, Warmind. Um, Zol. We, yeah, with Zol, because yes. it, um, one of his lines is, I can't remember, it's, it was in the Whisper mission, like, something, something. You will in drown the- in the deep. There is yeah. no light here, only death. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and what really, what really makes me sad, oh, I'm sorry, Akuma, go ahead. I'm just saying, I think back to that when I hear that, because I feel like we're going to have 
we're either gonna go into where we can a place where we can use only use darkness abilities since Tasty said that there is no light here. I feel like they were leading up bringing back Zol up to some point. Mm, or just get showing the rest of the hive gods because the hive gods are kind of just sitting in a corner while the witness pops off. It's kind of interesting to think about. Yep. Yep. And and think of it this way too. Um, reading the books of sorrows, the the reason that the hive called the darkness the deep is because that's where orcs, Savathun, and Zivu Wrath met the worm gods was in the deep of their planet, in the deep of fundament. Yeah. So that's where that comes from. Oh god. <laughs> that would be crazy. <laughs> that would be awesome. Um, but no, and like and what makes me sad is they announced uh later in the in the uh the, the article that in season twenty-two we're getting an exotic mission rotator, but only, but the rotator is only gonna have presage, um Operation Seraph Shield and um freaking the what the dead messenger mission mm-hmm. and i'm like yo why oh, box of scare i'm like yo wh- why not if you're having season of the deep give us whisper back like that would be the 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 the, pen, like, the, the ultimate time to not only give like 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 newer players a taste of whisper but like at that point it introduced like a whisper rework give whisper time to be the top dog again or that's when you make whisper a special weapon to coincide with with uh izanagi's that's when you pull that trigger you go yo it's a special now it's getting a buff and i'm like ah like that would be the time to make that play doing that they might have another black spindle issue because um, if you didn't know, Destiny One, uh, it was originally called Black Spindle, and it mm-hmm. did the exact same thing. And they had to pretty much um, nerf it into the ground because everyone would be using it, like, right? And it would create that power creep issue <sighs> that Budgie is trying to not have. Right, and so like, that's the whole reason why Icebreaker hasn't come back either, is because they're afraid of Icebreaker popping up and causing havoc. And yeah. causing another sniper meta. I mean, we kind of are in a sniper meta right now. If you really think about it, we're in a pulse rifle sniper meta. But that's beside the point. Um, <laughs> if we, but then in terms of what they're talking about, they're very much looking to revamp um, the PVE experience in a big way. Because not only are they like, "Yo, we're gonna mix, we're gonna continue our plan to mix some of the." heist battle like the battlegrounds from siege of the risen and the heist battlegrounds into the battlegrounds playlist but like into the vanguard ops playlist but we also want to make it so there's harder content for like the like like the harder players and that's why in, in season 20 they're introducing the mars heist battleground in as a nightfall and i'm oh. like oh shit <laughs> Like, like that's gonna mean we're like freaking Kelgaroth as a freaking GM boss, and I'm like, that's that's gonna be chaotic as hell. Like, or Kelgaroth. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> like, if they if they give me a, a, ch- a ch- like a champion glaive mod, I'm about to run up w- w- with his own damn glaive and beat his ass. Oh, oh they're they they said they were getting rid of that um as well. They're gonna uh 
was that they're going to tune abilities and class stuff towards mm -hmm. champions rather than having mods with the new build crafting, which I think is great. I think it's I'm, really good too, I'm yeah. absolutely happy with that. I hate having to switch mods all the time, having a loadout with the new uh, loadouts that they're going to be bringing in. Oh man, I can have a anti-barrier loadout. I can have an overload loadout and all I got to do is click a button. Right. Um, and I'm and so shout happy out with that. Yeah, I, I'm excited for it as well. I think I think at the very least there will be some mods occasionally because the idea of using like glaives or shotguns, they'll still play around with it. But the idea of giving abilities, the ability to have that kind of functionality, giving different guns, like everyone's been farming Riptides from Crucible right now because of how much stasis is going to be effective in endgame content now. Um, mm -hmm. And then shout out to um, Court from the Destiny Massive Breakdowns podcast because he made a giant chart of everything that is going to be effective in Lightfall against champions. And there, and he's even working on updating the chart to show the new uh, stasis stuff as well in the next few oh, days. Wow. So we'll definitely be retweeting that like once that rolls out because that's a giant chart that shows every ability, every exotic, everything that will be effective in Lightfall. So definitely look out for that. Check out. We'll include all that information in the show notes. Um, friggin' from there, though, like they also said that they're noticing that they're going to be experimenting with power settings and uh come i think they said uh by, by, by the time we get to final shape probably around season 21 or two they're gonna stop raising the power cap and i'm mm -hmm. like oh oh really i'm a little sad because they showed in the vidoc that we're going to 1800 and i'm like we couldn't get close to 2000 like we, we we couldn't beat two thousand as the final number. Like even if they boost us to like a hundred per season until we get there. Like I would really enjoy the idea of us hitting two hundred for like season twenty two or two thousand for season twenty two. Like 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 two thousand power cap. We're not going no higher. That's where we're stopping. I'd be like bet. Just like that's fine. <laughs> but there's well, also I think they said oh, twenty one is going to have a pause in the. In the power creep, um, uh, the, or, yeah, they said later and in the season we don't plan to raise the power of pinnacle cap at all. I'm like, yeah, but then after that, they're going to to start raising it again. So what they're doing is kind of incremental raising of the power. So it's not going to be a complete full stop, but they are going to have like specific seasons where there is no power cap uh, increase. Interesting. Okay, that at least that's how sense. I. That's how I interpreted it. I mean, I, I'm down with that. I, I think, yeah. I think, I, I just think that it does kind of lead into the idea and what they've been talking about, where specifically with the heist battlegrounds this season, they did it to where they raised the power cap by five. That way, mm -hmm. everything similar to GMs, where you're permanently like 20 light below in this content, like the heist battlegrounds, you're permanently five below. So it's a little bit of a challenge until you get your bearings and understand what you need to do. And there was like a small amount of the community that like was kind of frustrated by it because like they felt like it was too hard. But then I'm like, we've been complaining for so long that we don't have hard content where like the, the only raising it by five feels like a compromise. It feels like we're not going to GM level. We're not going to like like just casual, no change at all. We're we're, we're sort of meeting in the middle. 
or doing five power above us and you're able to train yourself with new builds and different weapons and yeah. find what works to get the content done that makes sense you see, they also did this um they didn't complain about legendary witch queen campaign that's what they did they raised all of the story by five light levels yeah exactly so it they were, they they were singing the praises yeah, so it, like it leaves me conflicted where I, I want to be sympathetic to the casual community, but also like we've been looking for a little bit of a challenge. We've been looking for the ability. And like some people are saying, what if you could toggle it? But then if you can toggle it, the, like, like some people would just never touch it. You would never mm-hmm. see them being forced to engage and to adapt and to learn how to, how to uh, work in a harder content. And it would just be the same casual experience, people waiting off from the game and being bored. So I feel like raising it five is is a very meat in the middle, like middle ground. I feel like it's a very perfect way to do it. If that makes sense. See, as a hardcore casual myself, <laughs> the fact that I even had like the confidence to go into Legend Seraph is like a huge thing to me. The fact that I could solo flawless normal Seraph and feel that I had the confidence to go into Legend solo, I'm I'm proud of myself for that. Because, you know, even just a few months ago, I had no idea how to build my armor, how to use my mods properly, you know, what goes with what. I'm, you know, I'm I'm I love it. I love the whole, you know having that that difference in the power and being able to say okay yeah this is a challenge and i'm willing to challenge myself i'm i'm happy with it. i love it i loved the legend campaign i can't wait to do the legend uh lightfall campaign you know yeah bring it on <laughs> i don't that's care a, what those other people are saying <laughs> that's a great way to look at it I, that, like, that's, that's where i'm like i'm like yo this is great it's a challenge and that, like, and the thing about it is even scales. Like, if you run it by yourself, if you're a solo player, you have like like a little bit of a gauge of where you can stand in that that that, that challenge. Versus mm-hmm. if you have a full fire team, it's gonna kick y'all's butt. You're gonna run up in that cut. You're gonna get your butt kicked, and then you have to learn how to adapt. So, because yeah. that was the big thing, especially when Witch Queen came out, they like there were some people that straight up said, "Hey, yo, kick your fire team, beat Savathu by yourself in Legend." Because if you yeah. don't, you're going to be there for like five hours trying to get that stuff done. And that's what happened with me and Alchemy. Yeah. We straight up were doing the Legend campaign together. And then when we got to Savathun, we were there for like three hours. And then I, when me and Alchemy went to bed, I woke up at like like like, 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 like 10 in the morning, hopped on my bubble titan, and got it done. And he was like, I did the same thing. I got my, my well work. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. we just did that. So it's like, it gives you a gauge of, A, if you're a solo player, you have a little bit of a wiggle room to do this. But if you're a group of three, you have more of a challenge. So it's like, I think I think the five up up is a great way to compromise. That's that's where I'm kind of at with that. Agreed. Um, from there, um, after I kind of like spoke for you, but do you want to like touch on it? <laughs> I think I think Alchemy's dead again. <laughs> um, well, DC, I think um, that with the legend modifier, I think you should be able to like turn up and down the scale like oh i want a more harder piece of content let me turn this up to like 
10 or 15 light levels a week. Because that's a I good remember, idea. I remember, like, I think it was either Anthem or I can't remember. Oh, God, Anthem. Anthem, like, you could set, I'm pretty sure it was your world level. It would put enemies above you. And then when you got to the, that level, you could, and once you ranked up, no, it was um, Outriders. Outriders, yeah. Oh, Outriders. Okay. I was going to say, yeah. yeah, I remember doing that in Outriders. That makes sense. You got world levels. And, like, it makes the game harder. Then maybe like, that's the compromise, then. Then, like, have it to yeah. where you can scale almost all the way up to GM level on multiple different increments of five. Maybe, that, maybe that's the, the compromise. Like, have the, the base level and then maybe restructure adept hero and whatnot. That way it is 5, 10, 15, 20, etc. And like, and then the more you do, the more rewards you get. Maybe like maybe like yeah. that can be the compromise. Like incentivize you to grind the harder content, maybe. I, I, that's, that's kind of like where I'm at with that. Um, I crack with that. That was a good idea, Alchemy. I yeah. like good, good that. Um, this, this is more for me and, and Alchemy than, than for Tower. Um, so from for the crucible changes. Um, Bungie is very satisfied with the different things they did, especially with Iron Banner, where they introduced things like Rift. They brought, like, they had Eruption come out and Forgers come out. They're they, they're tweaking some things, which <sighs> Bubble didn't need to be nerfed. We're not gonna talk. We're not, we're not gonna talk about it. I'm um, gonna talk about it. <laughs> um, but they also introduced it. But not only are they um bringing back Countdown. But they're out there also introducing Countdown Rush, which is like a faster, more cranked up version of it. And they're introducing a new mode called Checkmate Control, where like your weapon damage, your ability, uptime, and even your ammo economy are all adjusted in new ways with that. And I think this is great, but I really feel like we need to be throwing these modes in the Crucible Labs and not just throwing them into the, into the sandbox. That's the biggest thing. We a we need to stop using Iron Banner as a testing ground. We need to put it in Crucible Labs, and like that's the biggest complaint that people have had the past this past season, where you threw every casual into a playlist, you threw every ranked player into a playlist, and it kind of ruined the experience. Ranked should be one mode per season. That was what I, I, I thought of before. Whether it's Rift for a season or or Survival for a season. Or showdown for a season. That's what rank should be. You changing the, the the game mode every round is a not really a good gauge of who's good at what mode. Your like the, your loadout could be for for showdown or for survival, and then you're loaded into rift, and you have no idea what the heck's going on. Like that's the issue with ranked, in my opinion. And then for casuals, it's like every other round you're in a different mode besides rift rifts in the corner over in, in the other part of the part of the map. And that's just wrong. You need to go back to where control is the one mode for a season or clash is the mode for a season. That should be where it's at. Thankfully you, you pulled, um, um, what, what's the, what's the, what's the solo mode? I forget what the hell it's called. Freelance. No, Alchemy, what's the what's the uh the solo Rumble? rumble. You, they finally pulled mm. Rumble out of it and made Rumble by itself because everyone's like, we want Rumble back, you dang <laughs> like, that was that was the issue there. They finally brought Rumble back, which that was a good compromise. 
but rank should be one mode casual should be one mode have your rolodex in the corner of different things and then have new modes be in crucible labs that should be what you do there alchemy do you agree with me <laughs> yes i do like majorly because um hell i remember just loading into like five different rip matches at the at in while i was trying to get my glorious seal yeah <laughs> like it, it just and later later on the paragraph uh blackburn talks about how they're trying to like work on the dynamic um skill ranges for skill-based matchmaking and for and to also improve connections and there were some uh commentators that were like just prioritize connection over matchmaking and i'm like that's not the solution no the no, solution no. is to just server. have dedicated servers because that's that's always the straw man and I, I will die on this hill that whenever somebody says oh the connection's bad skill-based matchmaking is bad it's a straw man you like, like you using the connection as an excuse as to why skill-based matchmaking shouldn't be in existence is dumb what you should be saying is oh the connection's bad bungee fix your servers not skill-based matchmaking is bad take it out of the game because skill-based matchmaking should be in every every multiplayer game i will say i will agree with some people that say why is skill-based matchmaking in ranked if we're doing a ranked ladder system that i can get behind but for like trials and for casual play there should be no reason why anyone's getting pub stomped. There should be no reason why you're having to shut out games constantly. Iron Banner should definitely have it. We need to go back to having light enabled for Iron Banner, and I'll die on that Thank hill. You. I remember dying to Randy's throwing knife multiple times at Iron Banner. Yeah, like we 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 we've seen hell ranked alone had the issue at the beginning of the season where Revoker was being used in ranked because it wasn't light enabled, like. Mm-hmm. Ranked is supposed to be your competitive mode. Why are you allowing Revoker to come back from the dead? Like, use sunsetted weapons on purpose. That's like looking back at D1 and having a gun from Vanilla come back in Rise of Iron with and being able to be used in PvP with no light change. Like, you had to use etheric light to upgrade things as time went on in D1. With D2, it should be the same thing. If you if, if Bungie doesn't want these weapons to be in existence anymore, they should be removed from the kiosk and not allowed to be used anymore. That's, that's it. Like, just cut it off right there. And then re-enable light for Iron Banner because Iron Banner is supposed to be just as competitive from a 6v6 standpoint as Trials of Osiris. And we need to stop thinking of it as less. Iron Banner was, was here before Trials. It was supposed to be a contest of old where you fought or to see who was the best. It should not be looked at as just a random holiday every few weeks. That's we gotta stop that. Yeah. <laughs> um but, can I hop in as a casual player who used to play during the old skill-based matchmaking? Cause I do have I I I I do absolutely agree with you with from the point of a casual player. Like Excellent. before they removed the skill-based matchmaking like back in shadow keep you know skill-based matchmaking was the thing and then you also had the rotator playlist mm-hmm. i enjoyed it i actually really liked playing pvp i could feel myself getting better 
as I went through. And with the rotator playlist as a solo player, like I went in and there were some, you know, comp matches where I was the blueberry on the team and people were actually helping me out. You know, they were helping me, guiding me through, even without having a chat. Like they were like, all right, you know, come with me this way. We're going to go this way, you know, kind of a thing. I liked that. I enjoyed it. I felt myself getting better. As soon as they went fully connection-based, I was, I, I couldn't keep up. You know, yeah. I've got, I've got my issues. I've got eye issues. I've got arthritis issues where I can't be as quick on the ball as, you know, some, you know, esports level comp player. I can't do that. But with right. the skill-based matchmaking, you know, I felt comfortable enough where I could, you know, in increase my level. I, you know, I went from not even getting any kills a match to, by the time they removed skill-based matchmaking initially, I was getting, you know, 20, 25 kills a match as a casual player. Exactly. I felt great. I could, I, I felt myself going up in the levels and I loved it. That's awesome. And like here's and here's the biggest point that me and, and like kind of uh Alchemy have been kind of like dead set on. There's been like when, when him and I will go into trials, we will see like like competition on our level to the point that we've gone flawless a few weeks with like without the flawless pool being activated. But then there like well like, like there's random weeks where we're facing like his like he's like a 1.05, I'm a 0 0.75 and we're mm -hmm. like in terms of KD we're running up against 2.0s, 2.03s, oh. 1.7s, like those kind of oh. people that like have hundreds of flawlesses under their belt. There should be no reason why it, like, like someone should look at that at that, that giant of a skill gap and go, oh, you just, you just need to get good. No, that is no. not how, the, how a video game should be played. There's like, not at like, all. like there should be a fine line where we go, these people sweat their balls off every week, and these people sweat their balls off sometimes. And we like we shift the outliers up towards the top. And if and if your argument is I have to wait longer for a match, that's all you got. That should be no. the only that, that should be the only excuse that you get. You don't get to say connection. That's not that's a straw man. That is literally Bungie needs to get dedicated servers. That is the fun. That's the fundamental of the argument. Is that's what we need to stop saying. Connection is the issue. Like we need to stop saying connection is the reason why skill based matchmaking should go. We need to say skill based matchmaking should stay. Bungie needs to fix their shit. That that is yeah. what we should be saying. <laughs> Absolutely agreed. <laughs> Alchemy, your thoughts? Since I kind of spoke for you again, because I'm a hooligan. Jesus Christ, Cole, wake up. <laughs> His icon's glowing green, but he ain't there. Yeah. What happened? But that's cool. Oh, no. uh, he'll, 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 he'll figure it out, Chime. Oh, no. Um, but no, so like but that that's much like I feel like him and I will be yeah, in agreement on that. Oh, there it goes. So but, you're but, um yeah. I coming from someone that is somewhat of a tryhard in PvP, um back when I did play Shadow Keep, um I also did feel myself grow in the higher skill brackets because, like, I'd be going against my own skill level 
and like what Panda said, we would go up against people with like thousands of like hundreds or even thousands of flawlesses and almost like at a 2.0 KD. And um, I feel like that shouldn't be happening because I, even as a 1.0, um, with a person with a 1.0 KD, like I cannot go up against that. Yeah. It's absurd. No one, like, it like, it, like it's, such a, it's such a stark contrast. So they very much need to fix that. Um, so like, so that, that's very much like what they talked about in terms of Crucible. They are going to be making some changes to trials as time goes on. They're very happy with the reputation increases they made to Iron Banner. That's kind of cool. Um, still put Iron Banner back to light level, please. Like, yes. yay, yay, you, you gave us three instead of two now, but put back the light level. <laughs> Yes. Uh, we already talked about the the exotic mission. Yeah, yeah. No more ready throw knife. <laughs> oh God. Um. So yeah, we are to see mountaintop and freaking oh, Iron Banner. To be quite honest. Oh Jesus God. Christ. <laughs> um. Actually, so not many people run it in Iron Banner. Funny enough, because <laughs> I remember running when me and Panda were running it. Um. Like literally, it would just be Randy's throwing knife because it. It's curated with a roll with rapid eight kill clip and it's yeah. Uh, yeah. 180. And with 180s with kill clip, it could two tap. And like, yeah. I'll be the, I'll be the one to admit it. The first weekend they had it where it, it, it wasn't light enabled. I took my blast furnace in there for a minute. I had some fun, but I put it back <laughs> on in my, my vault and I, I, I went back to my stance of we shouldn't have light level enabled. They wanted to sunset. We need to sunset. That that's we got we gotta stick to it if we're gonna do it. That that we those guns are in the past. If you want them to be in the meta, let them get etheric light or something or something similar, or take off the infusion cap and let them exist in the meta. But yep. if not, just like get rid of them. Um, we already kind of talked about the exotic mission rotator. That's not coming until season twenty-two, so we'll probably see more development on that in the, in the future. Um, the one thing that I'm very excited about is they are going to be updating um, uh, like some of the, some of the strikes in the future, uh, specifically for the upcoming season. They are, they are refreshing Lake of Shadows and Arms Dealer, where they are oh, going to be making, where not only from a difficulty standpoint they're going to be lo- re- revisiting them, but they're having their objectives and their encounters tweaked specifically to coincide with Lightfall. And this is something that people have been looking for for a while. Like, like to bring back since like the days of D one, where you saw like in Taken King they changed some strikes in mm-hmm. um, our Rise of Iron. You saw uh, House of Devils have Sephix Prime be Siva filled. Like you saw developments with the story and the strikes. So now they're going to be revisiting Lake of Shadows and Arms Dealer, and I kind of understand, especially with the Vidoc today, why Arms Dealer because if there's yeah. a zig- if there's a ziggurat. In the middle of the EDZ, while the arms dealer is going on, there's going to be some shenanigans going on. As long as they keep my baby dog dialogue, I I will be absolutely happy. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like they're going to keep that one because Because everybody loves that. Devrim, Devrim dying after hearing Savala say baby dog, just it gives me life. Also, also holiday simping for Zavala and Devrim has to say because that's Mm -hmm. just hilarious. Operation Um, Easy Listening. (laughs) (laughs) So it's very cool. They're going to be updating some strikes. They are going to be taking 
some stuff out of the uh, out of the rotation. They said specifically Exodus Crash and Inverted Spire are leaving the Nightfall pool. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Like because they're too easy. They're too freaking easy, dog. Well, Inverted Spire is too easy, but Exodus Crash is a pain in the ass. Um Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they're fun though. And they're fun, but you can you can still 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 be able to access them from the map. They just won't be in a strike rotation or a nightfall rotation. So yeah. they'll still be around. They just won't be as like up your butt. And they're and they even yeah. said they're updating Lake of Shadows and Arms Dealer to be on the same scale as Light Blade and Proving Grounds. And I'm like, say what now? If you make Lake of Shadows be Proving Grounds level, I'm gonna be like shit in my pants. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but like, like we already talked about, they're gonna be adding some more of the battlegrounds to the Vanguard Ops playlist and whatnot. That's gonna be fun. And they honestly just talked about how in the future they've had to delay some things, like they're delaying the LFG to the final season before Lightfall. They're like because they want to make sure that it's right. They are giving us loadouts and guardian ranks and whatnot with Lightfall. They just have to push out the LFG a little longer. When we're granted, we still have the app. We still have third-party websites to in, in, like, engage with folks. You can join our Discord, the, the LFG with folks. So there are options. There, like, there's great communities that are out there that are safe for folks to still engage. They want and they want to make things easier for folks. So, like, like I think that was the the biggest thing about Blackburn's article is they want to like connect guardians and enrich the experience across the board. And there's going to be some people in Season of the Defiance that are like. Oh, this is the same old, same old. But they're going to be like, the, a. This is the only season that's going to have a seasonal vendor. They're going to because this season was pretty much finished before there was a lot of outcry about the same old, same old vendor system. Once season twenty two rolls out, you're going to see a lot more development, which is going to be dope. So let's get through season twenty, and we'll look to the the future. That's kind of where I'm at. Like, let's get through Strand. Let's get through the opening. And then when Season of the Deep comes out, we'll see what, what's popping. Yep. Cool, 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 cool. Everyone's going <laughs> crazy. Um, and then from there, we like they, they kind of touched on it in, in um, Blackburn's article that we had a second article sort of expanding on it, <coughs> which is the developments with um, crafting. Not only are we getting rid of the idea of having to like like get a bunch of kills on a gun to unlock the deep sight resonance but they're looking into the ability to have you like pay materials to activate deep sight on a weapon drop that didn't drop with deep sight and i'm like that's really cool mm-hmm. like that, that like a that's like super really wow. good for people who have like Bad luck not getting drops. Me grinding Dares of Eternity for five years for a waste lander drop. Um, no, no. <laughs> so it's like that'll be a good like 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 bad luck protection for some folks. Here's one thing that no one's talking about that I'm kind of worried about. Mm. That they're saying that only guns that can be crafted will drop with deep sight. And they're saying they're going to be like, they're going to be slowly getting rid of the different like material costs and whatnot. They're, 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 they're going to get rid of like resonant element and whatnot. But until they do, that's going to become a problem when you're crafting 
and you don't have enough of the material if some guns just don't drop with red borders. So that's my little concern, especially when we're going into Lightfall, where we have pretty much found out from this article and from today's TWAB that like the raid weapons are craftable, the new Neo Muna guns are craftable, like the season of the of the Defiance weapons are craftable. Like there's a lot going on here, and if we don't have enough material to craft them, we we kind of SOL. And I'm like that. Like that's my one. Like and granted, we're at a point right now where like everything can drop with deep sight, but we we kind of need to meet in the middle for a little bit where like some stuff like like just the, the the rate the rate of it needs to come down a little bit. That's where I'm kind of at. That's my biggest concern, but. Hopefully it ain't that bad. Hopefully like it's plentiful enough where we can get things done. I don't know how y'all feel about that, but like that's my little concern. I honestly feel like it's gonna be a right move, but only if they do it at the same time because it's gonna screw so many people over if they get rid of resonant alloy when they implement if they don't get rid of resonant alloy when they implement that change because like you said, people won't have 2,000 um, alloy spent to enhance a perk. Yeah, I'm I'm really agreeing with you on that. It will screw people over. And, like, there are people like myself who are always full up on resonant alloy because I dismantle anything that doesn't have a pattern and I just don't <laughs> even care um, because I have my weapons that I like and I use those and I don't care about crafting anything else. Um, but <laughs> so I always have resonant alloy, but people who are, you know, consistently crafting, trying to get that, you know, better role, that enhanced role that they really want. Yeah. They're going to, they're, they're going to be out of resonant alloy real quick and there ain't going to be anything that they can do to earn it back. So Bungie needs to have some sort of backup on that. Yeah, that's my that's like my only concern with it. If we if we can address that and everything's Gucci for a minute, cool, cool. I'm down. Yeah. But like I'm just a little bit worried and hopefully it isn't that bad. So we'll we'll have to wait and see and see how it goes. But like I feel like for the most part we should be fine, but we'll we'll see what happens. Um but from there, like the, the majority of the article is basically just talking about them simplifying. They're very much like we're simplifying things, we're but also they're working on with raid adept weapons coming in the new season it, like in the, a few weeks after lightfall drops and um like, like uh, moving forward they're going to be making it so you are able to get enhanced perks on uh, adept raid weapons that way there's a reason to chase adept weapons again and you'll be able to like level up those weapons and be able to get the enhanced perks and change the barrels and the mags and whatnot but that's it you can't change the perks the perks are locked in. You can get enhanced versions of it, but that's it. You can't get nothing else. And I, I love that. I love that if you are willing to grind for the master content and get the role you want and have that adept mod on it, you're able to then get the enhanced perks with it. Because if yeah. if we're not if we're not going to make it so raid weapons aren't craftable and we're going to expand to where there's more raid weapons that are craftable, we need to make it to where there's a reason to chase a depth loot because they've already hinted at they're making it. So rewind rounds is on more guns. That means they're getting ready to make vault of glass weapons craftable. 
there's going to be no reason to chase found verdict time loss anymore. Like, there's going to be motherfuckers who just roll up and grab a crafted found verdict and go in a crucible. So, if they don't give you a reason to go get your found verdict time lost, no one's gonna want it. <laughs> so, right. that, like, like you're 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 the, those gonna be those pro players that sweated their their butts off for it, getting rolled over by a crafted found verdict, and they're gonna get really salty. So that's my that's my biggest thing. I've been on the on, on the stance of raid weapons shouldn't be craftable. Like that's my thing. But if, if this is the compromise we're gonna get. I'm down. I'm very much like. Give people a reason to invest in their weapons again. And the enhanced version being able to level into it, that's a great way to do it. Agreed. Big agreed on that one. So, like, we will definitely have the the, uh, the article linked, uh, like, 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 down below for all of these because it very much feels like, like, there's a, like, the, a lot going on here. And the thing about it is these, these adept weapons, you'll only be able to level up to 17 because once you get to 17, there's not really a reason to level up a gun anymore. Not granted, there's people like me who have like other half swords that are level 159. But like, <laughs> I I like, like I really feel like Bungie needs to like in, in, institute a level cap, or like once you hit level 200, you're done. Because I saw like someone with a four barons that was level 700, and I'm like, man, what what, what are you doing? <laughs> Waiting with a yeah. level 1,800. Just literally just sitting there camping. On I know someone with a level. Oh God, I think, I think God, it's got to be almost level two thousand. But it's an enigma, a crafted enigma. Yeah, that's all he uses ever in his that's, special slot. That's like, terrifying. Since, yeah, it's 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 scary. The man can one shot like red. Or not red bars, freaking yellow bars in any PVE content. He can one shot freaking PvP. Like that's all he uses is his enigma. It's insane, dude. That's terrifying. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, very much like be looking into the different things that are going on with the leveling system. Um, because like th- they're trying to simplify it, but also incentivize you. So I, I very much enjoy it from from that standpoint. Now, the reason with the, the reason we all woke up at 10 a.m. this morning. Yeah. Well, not tower. She was at work. But like <laughs> 9 a.m. for me. 9 a.m. for me. I'm an hour behind you guys. <laughs> but, but like, um, Destiny released. No, I think the vi- might be the same time zone because I'm CST. Yeah, he it's is CST. Um, so, well, for those in, in California who had to wake up, wake up at 7 a.m. for the Vidoc, uh, I feel bad for <laughs> y'all. But, like, um, in terms of the Vidoc that was released today, I will say I got more information from Paul Tassie's Forbes article than I got from that Vidoc. <laughs> because, oh, God. like, other than the fact that we we saw Callus drip to the nines, like, I, there was like there was nothing in the fact that, that we got the sim for uh, Rohan. Like there was there was no, there was nothing else in that Vidoc for me. Um, like like because there was some like, there, there was just more expansion on what we know. Um, we we do know that like, there is two Cloud Striders. We're sticking with that mythology that there's only two Cloud Striders per generation. That's that's very cool. I like that power of two concept. Um, mm-hmm. The Callus' ship has landed. One thing they did explain is there's only three zones similar to Europa and uh, the the Throne World. So, but that doesn't mean they're small. That means like they're gonna be sprawling. So that'll be fun. 
Um, and just from everything that we saw from the Vidoc, uh, Alchemy, how you feeling? What what would you dig from that Vidoc? I honestly dig how they showed um, the Neptune and everything, and a little bit of the gameplay with the new um, armors, armors, um, three point pretty armor. Um, I think it's four point now. Something like and that. How, 3.0, 4.0, something like that. <laughs> yeah, but I really like the gameplay showcase because like it showed a lot of the stuff that we're we're gonna expect. Like, like some of the stuff we're gonna get uh next season. Right. Like I feel like if they don't show it off, players are not gonna know how to use it right at the bat. Right. Um, I think my biggest thing that I, I'm like I'm intrigued by is the is the tormentors because they said it later on from the information they gave like some of the people who saw the press kit was there's different tiers of, of tormentors. There's some that you can like freeze and take out that method, but there's some that will just shrug off the stasis. And I'm like, oh no. And then there's even like this new move where they can like suck the light out of you, where like your sound's gonna get dampened for a minute. They're gonna grab you like mid fight, just grab you. And I'm just like, that's gonna be scary. <laughs> so imagine if there's a tormentor and a strike, and we have to pull up to that, and we and, like there that ever becomes a nightfall, and we just get ganked by a tormentor. I'm gonna be tripping. So. That's where I'm very much excited about. I'm hoping when we get to Final Shape or a later season, we see like a minion type come out of the witness that like resembles the tormentors. Like, I want to have a new race of, of, of things to fight that isn't Scorn, that isn't Taken, that isn't the Shadow Legion, that is like mini tormentors or, mi- or like, like just like. Like the the energy, like similar to their skin, like little like drones or like something similar to that. Where it's like, because let's be real, all those pyramid ships, there's no way they're packed full of Shadow Cabal. There's no way they're packed full of Scorn or Taken. There's got to be something in all those pyramid ships that is ready to fight us. So I feel like we will see some sort of new race come out of that pyramid ship and just be like a threat. So. I'm hoping with the development of the Tormentors, we see something like that pop out. That's my big hope. Um, Tower, how are you feeling from watching all this? I really enjoyed the Vidoc. Um, I thought it was a really great showcase of more of the strand abilities. Um, I mean, yeah, it's more of the same from the trailer, but at the same time, I really like that they had that little, you know, focus on each of the classes. I really enjoyed being able to see more of Nimbus, um, you know, how they described them as, you know, kind of like the the young upstart, up-and-comer, and how they're, like, really full of this energy, you know, and Rohan is, you know, that grizzled old leader kind of a thing. I really want to see interactions between Rohan 
and Osiris, just the two old dudes, you know, grumping <laughs> at each other, <laughs> like like Osiris and Clovis did in Seraph. Like, yes, give me more grandpa's grumping. <laughs> right. Like, I love that but moment where, like, we're like involved, though. I need to see more Saint. Yes, yes. Like, like Saint needs to pull up. Like I love how Osiris is going with us to Neo Muna, but I need Saint to pull up because if, if we yes. don't see Saint anywhere in Season of Defiance or in in Shadow and like in, in Lightfall, I'm gonna be like, what is going on? Like right. you, you, like you, you have the same voice actress in for Clovis Bray. Like leave him on retainer for five more minutes. Like get him in here, please. That's yes. all I'm asking. <laughs> um, and, but like the thing that I like, like, like one of my favorite moments from this past season was when like straight up, like Osiris walks into into uh, the, the chamber with the big head, and um, Clovis is like, "Who the fuck are you?" And, and, and Osiris is like just like stroking himself off, going like, I, "I'm the Phoenix. I'm this. I'm that." And, and, and uh, uh, freaking Clovis is like, "Oh, I see." I'm like, what? You you're just gonna disrespect my man like this? How dare? So it's just like, I really, I really need my, like, <laughs> dude. Like my I, favorite moment was was when Osiris literally told Clovis to get off of the goddamn line <laughs> <laughs> during one of the battlefields or the battlegrounds. It was great. <laughs> Um, so like, the, like we definitely saw a lot of great things in the, in the Vidoc. It was a lot of just expansion on what we've seen. Um, yeah. I'm really trying to figure out why the witness let uh, Callus take all his jewelry into this transformation chamber because man took everything he owned into that chamber and kept, it came out just like, like literally just like throw like like like, like throw some D's on that motherfucker like, like like all of it is just glistening. So dude has cool. more gold than Mr. T. Like legit, like man's got like all these like little medals hanging off his belly and whatnot. Like his leg, his leg is dipped in gold. Like man is tripping. So that's that's funny. Um, what like they they showed more about the exotics that we kind of see. They showed more of the machine gun and the sidearm. Um, we did get the reveal that we're getting a stasis bow. So people are tripping about the idea of a stasis exotic bow. That's gonna mm-hmm. be awesome. If it's heavy, I'm fighting somebody. It better be primary. Um, the glaive is heavy. The glaive is heavy. Yes, the stasis glaive is heavy. I'm hoping the, the bow exotic is primary. glaive is heavy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he, like, everyone's tripping about this bow. Everyone's like the bows like there. They're like in the uh, the loadout, the 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 guardian ring screen. They they announced what the bow's called. I'm over here like yo. Why is no one paying attention to the helmet the Titan is wearing? Because that literally is like a new exotic. It has to be some kind of like stasis themed exotic and no one's talking about it. And I need people to talk about it. Like, please. We've been talking or, about it. Oh, go ahead, Alchemy. I'm sorry. Or it's going to be, they're going to release a stasis set like they did with the 3.0 armors. Well, like that'd be kind of cool, but it was just a random helmet on top of the Lightfall expansion armor. So my brain's oh. like, like, like on the on the Lightfall ornaments, like because like they have the regular like ninja looking warlock, the armor the the hunter's wearing, and the whole Titan with the the, the bullets on the chest and the shoulder pad are all there. And then randomly they just swapped out the helmet, and I'm like, what is it? Like, I'm like Ben Stiller going, what is this? Like I need to know. So I'm, for me, I think it might be a an ornament. 
I don't want it to be an ornament, though. I know, but see, here's the problem. The only helmet that it would fit with is Eternal Warrior, and nobody likes Eternal Warrior. I, 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 was, the, I was the one advocate that was like, if, when R3.0 comes out, y'all need to redo Eternal Warrior. Y'all need to rebalance it. And they didn't do nothing with it. I was pissed. But like, oh. um, but in terms of the rest of the stuff we learned from different, like, I don't know, I know Cacus got to be in the press kit. Um, Paul Tassi got to be in the, the press kit. They showed a lot of great things and they got, they, they got to see. Not only did we find out from like GameSpot and, and Cacus and, um, and, and Paul Tassi, there's gonna be um, stasis weapons off rib. We're not not stasis. Uh, strand weapons off rib. We've had to wait multiple seasons to get to get to get them this time. We're gonna have like there's gonna be a strand SMG, strand shotgun. Like there's gonna be like, a, lot, a lot of different things going on there. And we even saw there's a, there's a, there's a new void uh, perk called like, like, like it was disruptor rounds. So that's cool. We're making like we're we're making um, volatile rounds into into a perk on guns. I'm here for it. Let's do it. Um, yes. <laughs> like, like 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 it's kind of like volt shot and incandescent. I'm really here for that. Um, like just like the, they're gonna get a, we're gonna get a new season of Defiant Sword that like the model is taken from Hero of Ages, which is kind of cool. So they're reusing some models but doing them in cool ways, which I'm very excited about. So mm-hmm. and just. The, the, there's so many new perks that we're kind of like hinted at in, in the uh, weapons and whatnot that I'm really excited for because if, if the strand uh, perks are really that good, that's going to be some really good synergy for this stuff. And I'm just like, if if strand ends up being so good that it could be good at high end PVE, I'm here for it. But if Titans just get another another melee class that has no benefits. I'm going to just be sitting here with my hand on my head going, what the frick? And that was the big concern from last week that everyone was talking about where the, like, uh, like, uh, I forget who did the article like with, with PC gamer when they said Titans just punch. No, we don't. We do a lot more oh. Um, so I'm hoping, I'm hoping strands awesome. I'm hoping strand does cool things. The weapons look dope. There's a new shotgun that your boys going to get. Cause everyone knows Panda likes his shotguns. So we're gonna have a lot of fun with that. Um, it, the shotgun they showed the trailer looked a lot like um, the season of the Spicer shotgun. So I'm like, if you're if you're if you're gonna be another Sojourner's Tale, I'm like, I'll take that. I'll take me another slug. Let's go. That'll be fun. Um, but you know, like the, everything that I saw in the Vidog, everything that we see, the loadout system is really cool. The great thing about the loadouts, they said that even as long as you're not in a darkness zone. And as long as you are not in a um a like a, lo- a, a inventory locked activity, you can change your loadout on the fly, and, yes. you can even, and you can even pull stuff from your vault as long as you have inventory space. And I'm like, hell yeah, here for that, definitely here for that. Now, granted, it's a, a bit of a letdown because Destiny Item Manager lets you lets you exchange stuff and put it in your vault. Yes, but there are probably some limitations they had to give up for it to be in game, and that's fine. This is still a good step in the right direction, so I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. And and like that was pretty much the, like, the entire Vidoc. There was a lot of great stuff that went down. There's like right now we're very much at a point where they don't got to show us nothing else. We just gotta go into the season and see what happens. Like this yeah. is gonna be nutty, and I'm, I'm super excited for it. Even in the, in the TWAB today, they very much were just kind of like, 
hey, yeah, there's a summary and whatnot. And the one thing they did talk about in the TWAB was the ritual weapon for the new season is going to be a void glaive. And I'm like, oh, shit, a Queen's Guard themed glaive is the ritual weapon. I'm here for it. Marasov got herself a glaive. I mean, I'm like, and they even said it's going to have disruptor rounds on it. So that's going to be, or destabilizing rounds rather. So that's going to be really cool. And, it, and wow. there's, a, there's another new perk called Replenishing Aegis. So does that mean, like, if you take damage, your shield like lasts longer? That'd be kind of cool. <coughs> that would be. Oh my gosh, that would be awesome. That would definitely give me a reason to, to use glaives more often. Um, so that would be really cool. That'd be really cool. So you know, like that was that was pretty much everything. Like we've covered like everything like that that would happen in the, like the past week and that week and week, the that week or so. Um, I think that like like I'm really excited for life all. Like alchemy, how you feeling? Because I'm 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 hyped. Like yeah, also hyped as fuck about life all because I'm ready for Strand come out because that's gonna be fun. Well, especially for you, Warlock, Strand looks like a freaking like basket of fun for y'all. We also gotta remember like... every class is gonna grapple hook, so that means we could all latch onto a Thunder Crashing Titan. Oh my god. No, no, the one <laughs> that, the, the, the one see... thing that I saw on the Viduck, they like like the so like you can throw the new threadling or the ball thing. Like, like kinda like how you used to be able to throw a war mine cell. And mm-hmm. someone threw one and a freaking hunter like latched onto it with the grapple and swung into a crowd of enemies. And I was yeah. like, what? Yep. It's going to be a lot of fun with that. <laughs> so I feel like that'll be a lot of fun. But no, I, like, it's going to be exciting. How are you feeling? I'm also feeling pretty excited, but um, I want to, I'm thinking about is one Thunder Crash Titan, five Strand Titans. Ooh. And it's just a delivery of of spinning titans. I so feel like there has to be there has to be a limit. There has to be a limit of like one person per thundercrash titan. <laughs> like you can't all latch on to the same person. <laughs> like that's just my thought process. Like, like they have to find I some way to limit it for that to be a thing. All right, yes. all right. Yes. I feel like that would do, like, insane DPS as well, though. Fair because enough. Because of all the, all of the strand stuff, and then after you get done with that, you will still have um, bionic traces and everything else Ooh. with ability regen as well, because you got to remember, the strand legs also are the um, things that you can pick up for increased ability regen as well. Yep, I didn't even think about that. So that'll be very interesting. Tower, how are you feeling about everything? Oh, I'm super excited. I can't wait to pull up my warlock again and start making little strand babies. They, <laughs> they, they, they are, they are my life. <laughs> 
They are my life. (laughs) (laughs) I love my little buddies, dude. Like, I have names for all the different types of buddies that we have. Me and my friend, we've created a whole system of of names for buddies, especially uh, like the stasis turret. You know, we call him Terry because he's our fourth member of our fire team because he does work. <laughs> That's interesting. A lot of people have been calling the stasis turret Stacy. That's kind of cool that you found your own name for. No, no, it's Terry the turret. It's got to be alliterative. So we have <laughs> so 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 we have Stitch the strand buddy. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. Like, 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 because they, they didn't say it was like stitches, they're raveling in time. It makes a lot of freaking sense. Um, and also, okay. that one scene from uh, freaking Stitch where he comes out of the green explosion and just laughs maniacally. Yes, that also. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> yes, that's All gonna right. be me. <laughs> <laughs> dear Lord, I'm scum concerned. Um, so that'll be a fun time on day one. Um, but no, this has been a great episode, folks. Uh, so we did say if you stuck around in the whole episode that you would find out how to enter for a chance to win a, like a copy of Lightfall plus the annual pass. And here's how you do it. Firstly, you need to make sure that you follow us on the Twitter at CosmoDromeRadio.com. And, like, and then from there, you also need to tweet at us. Like, 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 like because I'm going to give you a, a little bit of a trivia question real quick. Of like, 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 because if you were listening to the episode, the Alchemy and Tower said something specific, like a specific quote from Zol. And if you, it would not only do you have to follow us on Twitter, you need to tweet at us what that quote from Zol is. And if you do that, you will enter yourself in for a chance to win a copy of Lightfall plus the annual pass. So if y'all could do that, I'll do some good stuff there. You get to holler at me and get yourself a copy. All right, folks, don't forget that you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, all those great places. Like I said, follow us on Twitter in general, but follow us to enter and tweet at us for that opportunity. And make sure that you, like, that you are, like, join the Discord, engage with the community. Uh, once Lightfall drops, we're definitely going to start doing community questions again. So, like, you'll be able to, like, ask questions every week and be able to have yourself be shouted out on the show. So definitely make sure that you join the community to have that done. Listener questions are through the Discord, so make sure that you join the Discord to have your question answered. Um, Towers, is this your first episode? What's your closing statement for the episode? Oh, <laughs> well, first of all, thank you for having me on. I really had a great time, and I appreciate being having the chance to be on with you guys. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 really excited for Lightfall. Give me more Nimbus content, Bungie. <laughs> You cowards. No, no I, need more, I need more Rohan content. Rohan content. That too. That too. I'm simping. Alchemy, what is your closing statement? For the past few episodes, I am ready for Lightfall. And I honestly just need more sane in my life. I need, need more. more Osiris and Zane. Oh, okay. <laughs> my closing statement, as always, is just. Find like actually this is specifically for this week because I was having a conversation with one of our clan members, and I want us to remember why we love this game. I want you guys all to to think back to what got you into this game and be excited for the future because we we all get caught up in the meta. We all get caught up in like what guns are the best, what exotics are the best, but we 
need to like still ask ourselves are we having fun and like as we prepare for the day one raid races and the and the contest mode and the new harder content we need to still remember are we having fun and if we can still have fun with our friends and enjoy the things that we're doing i think we're doing all right um i'm very excited for the future of the show i'm very excited for the future of life all and the final shade we are in the end game people so definitely trust and believe we will be back next week with a brand new episode for you folks and we're excited for the future of the show so we will catch you folks star side peace out